This is WDW Today. It's Wednesday. First time I said that in a while. It is Wednesday, October 21st, 2020. This is episode 1716 of WDW Today. I'm Logan Seculo. I'm Will Haynes. I'm Terry Weaver. I'm Matt Lott. And I'm the Grease. And I am back from my first trip to Walt Disney World since the parks have reopened. And we're going to we're gonna do this. I don't know why we're all in here. We should just literally wind you up and let you go. I think y'all should ask questions. Interrogate me. I already know I the answer. This is the most Kingdom. anticipated episode of the year for me. Yeah, I went to the Magic Kingdom. I went to uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios, and I went to Epcot. Did not go to Animal Kingdom. Did Smart. not go to Disney Springs this oh. trip. Oh. So <laughs> just yeah. giving you, I had to pick three. The reason I had to pick three is because annual pass holders, you only can make three park reservations, and we also decided to take a day off. So we took wise a, move. So we took a sat the Saturday off. So we did a Thursday at Magic Kingdom, a Friday at Hollywood Studios, and a Sunday at Epcot. I know you're shaking your head going, why didn't they just give you four reservations? You could at least schedule your trip. I just don't understand why you don't go Animal Kingdom with kids over Epcot. That's just the name. Well, uh, Epcot's a better park in general. My kids are more Epcot people. Yeah. Um, they they are, like good theme parks. Yeah, they're <laughs> like what Shots like fired. what do your kids love at Epcot? Riker loves drinking around the world. Fro <laughs> You're a real smart kid. <laughs> Have you shared this in our Facebook group? I did. Okay, just making sure. Join us in our Facebook group, by the way. Uh so uh my kids love Frozen. They love the journey into imagination. They love it. Like that's number one. The, fig- the yeah. figment. Okay. That's the first thing they want to do whenever they get to Epcot. They do like to they like have a nice meal. Uh, they typically would like to do the Anna and Elsa meet and greet and some of the character stuff. Obviously, that's a little different now. We'll get into that. Uh, I'll take you there. I'll take you there. And I'll take you there. We also did. Can they do test track? High test wise? track's open. They can do it, but we actually did. We didn't get to do it. I, okay. was, we just ran out of time in the day. We actually had planned on it. My girls, I will say this, have hit the the sort of first minimum height requirement so hollywood studios they were there they could do everything now which is crazy i don't know if they could do rock and roller coaster i don't know what the height requirement is for that what did your kids think of la Cellier? okay we'll get there let's get there let's 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 slow let's slowly get there okay so going too fast let's start off with the i guess we'll how do you want us to do this well I want you to start with Magic Kingdom. Do you want me to do like in order or yes. like good, bad? I, I like the trip report style. First, we went to Magic Kingdom. Okay. And that also gets the bad out of the way first. You like chronological order. Okay. So mm. we show up to the Magic Kingdom. Mm. We go to the transportation and take it center. And uh, that's where we parked this trip because we didn't have any other dining and uh, the monorail was closed at the time when we arrived, and I did have to say I did it. I did to 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 wrap up the me getting the annual pass situation handled. It did take about twenty five minutes. No part to the cast member who was awesome and uh, is a listener to our other shows, which was very nice and it was a great talk to her. But it did take a while because of that weird certificate problem I had, mm. where Will's name was on my account and all that. So that took a little bit, maybe fifteen minutes. It didn't take that long. Uh, but we got that handled. There was plenty of open spaces at the guest services or at the ticket. It was really at the ticket counters. They had 
plenty of open spaces. No one really was going up to them because you can't buy a ticket. So you only were going up to them if you had an issue. So we walk forward, look to go on the monorail. Monorail closed. Only the, the express monorail. The other monorail was open, I believe, the resort monorail. Uh, but they were they were not letting you get on. They were saying they were only letting people get off the resort monorail to go to the trigger mm. transportation center. You could not hop on the resort monorail. That you had to take either a bus or a boat. So we took the boat, which I have to say I've not done. A bus? A bus. They have buses at the transportation center to yes. take you to the Magic Kingdom. Love buses. Yeah. Wow. How is that more sanitary than the monorail? Because the monorail is not running and they're just trying to move. Bodies. I don't think the monorail, I don't know if it had to do with, necessarily have to do with, I don't know if it was shut down for what reason. I okay. think it was a, they were just using it as to get people from resorts off. They weren't necessarily using it as an express. So okay. regardless, I know that it is open off and on. So be aware of that. We do the boats, which is the first time I've done the ferry since, or for a long time, really as in a, a 10 years. I think it was an early teen the last yeah. time I rode that boat. Here's what I'll say. As a parent with a stroller, very easy. We walked right on. No with uphill, no downhill. Just straight on to the boat. We did have to wait. There were um, They are running two or three, I think, actually, boats at a time because of this. So Because they're obviously limiting the amount of people that are in them. Uh, that was not a problem. I actually Dude. didn't. Who knew that they had more than one ginormous <laughs> yeah, boat? Yeah, they have at least two. I think they're running three. Mm. And, you know, they pick you up. And, again, you just pull right off and right into the Magic Kingdom. It was, I would say, if there's no line, it's in, and you're going to the transportation center, it was a great option. You're not sitting there on that weird incline mm. trying to push your kids. Um, so, if you have a stroller-based kids, it wasn't bad. And it was also, like, a little extra ride that the kids got to do. So, I'll... I'll check that off as a unnecessarily like positive. It happened. It wasn't like great. So now we get into the park. Tickets were fine. Everyone goes in fine. Now you realize that most people, uh, a lot of people are still wearing magic bands, but a lot of people aren't because you only need them to get in the park. Mm. Like, there's no fast pass plus. So the only, so we immediately actually took the kids fast pass or uh, magic bands. Like they were, cause they always fiddle with them and sometimes they fall down. I took them off. I took mine off. That's interesting. And I just use my card uh, when getting into the park. There's no real, and that's we know that fat that the Magic Band is being phased out next year, so that makes sense. Yeah, they announced that. It's being. It's going to be an upcharge. Up You're not just getting one because people who they're assuming people have so many that. I don't think that's true. I think it's just all going to be on your phone, and it's not going to matter. And that's uh, they do assume a lot of people have them. It's like you know the Apple saying we're not sending you the charger thing anymore. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people don't. A lot of people are coming to Disney World for the one time in their life. Yeah, but, I, I would definitely. Yeah, you could probably think just get the ticket, like on your in your wallet. That's on what your phone. And Everything is going to be on your scan, phone. Scan, scan, scan. It's the same uh, concept. So that's we know mm -hmm. it's coming next year, and the fast passes are or fast the uh, just the Magic Band in general is going to be maybe a collector's item, but may not be a big thing. So that was interesting. So we took them off. I kept magic bands in my pocket if we ever needed them. And occasionally we did. We'll get there. Uh, but uh, Magic Kingdom is very hard to explain. So I, I walk in, and there is an overwhelming moment of if you have not been and you're a big fan and you haven't gone from us, my kids have not gone all year. We've not gone since January. 
uh, which is a, for us is a long gap. I understand from a lot of people listening, they're like, I go every three years. You're crazy. But for us, it's our thing. We go regularly, we're annual pass holders. So there was a moment of like overwhelmed with like, I can't believe we're here, <clears throat> that, the, that we've gotten to this point by October where we're in the Magic Kingdom again. Uh, it was kind of emotional. But I will say that wore off fairly quickly in the Magic Kingdom, where then you start to kind of you start to kind of look around, and you know we take our picture in front of the castle, and you you're masked up, and I mean, you see my photo I posted, like mm. I'm wearing I look you can't even, you can't see Beautiful an inch smile. of my face. Beautiful smile. <laughs> and to not like drone on for an hour, the Magic Kingdom a couple couple problems, and this is where I would actually say, of the parks, the Magic Kingdom. It can handle this the the least. There, this is the worst park you're going to go to right now, because it's purely not built for social distancing. It's not built for the concept of separating people in lines six feet apart. So it's a very uncomfortable, kind of awkward experience. Because uh, there are a lot of pinch points in that park. Right. It's a lot of pinch points. Plus, lines are visibly insane. They're not actually insane, but they are visibly, if you're a fan of the park, they are insane. They're jarring. But also jarring and kind of kills the magic going on around you because all you see is people in line. So no joke, the Haunted Mansion line went from the Haunted Mansion to Splash Mountain. Yeah, consistently, almost every day that line is down. Because you're separated so aggressively. There's about an hour posted wait. Now, what you told me, which was accurate, is that the wait times, and they actually told me this when I went up to uh, the Millennium Falcon. And I said, hey, what's a better time? It was like 70 minutes. Like, what's the time to come back? And the guy's like, it's not 70 minutes. He's like, it's maybe 30 minutes. They're posting almost double the wait times, I think, to discourage people from getting in line because there's physically not the space to put people. So when you have a line from Haunted Mansion going from the Haunted Mansion gates to Splash Mountain, it's not like they can have room for four more of those. Hmm. Uh, so we How far is that, you think, Will? Is that like 300 yards? It's a lot. No idea. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that was data you would know. It feels like I'm, a quarter I'm, I'm of a not, mile. I'm not a uh, person who I'm has going... the, the measurements mile. down. I'm not a human <laughs> GPS. Will, our WDW cartographer, how long it's is that? It's a big space. But mainly, it's because these lines... That used to eat people mm. can't eat people anymore. Mm-hmm. You were saying that yesterday, and I thought about just how much the haunted mansion line. You get people under, the, you know, it's just like hundreds and hundreds of people just right there in front of the place on right. a normal day, right? All in line, right? And now, you can't have it. I think talking about that was the first time it actually hit me, like what it would be like to socially distance in line at Disney World. I never thought about it either. Yeah, I never thought that that would be the problem. And that is the number one problem. Uh, and the posted wait times do deter you so much so you get frustrated, try to find the next thing to do, and mm-hmm. then never commit to anything. So in our whole day, I'm going to try to kind of recall what we did. We ended up doing, uh, at the Magic Kingdom, the Magic Carpets of Aladdin, which was a walk-on practically, but there was still social distance wait. We probably had to wait two uh, spins if you will, on that. We did uh, Dumbo, which was alternating between which Dumbo was going. 
So like one set of Dumbos would fly, and then the next set of Dumbos would fly. So when you'd get in line, it was only a five-minute wait. It would appear to be a walk-on because you're like, there's no one in line. But it's really because you were being separated, held till the other one is done, then loaded on. Man. There are some bizarre things like that. Uh, so we did that. We did Dumbo. We did Buzz Lightyear's Astro Blasters, which line now goes through Monsters, Inc. laugh floor because it's that long. Wow. So it ropes... You go where you would go in at Monsters Inc. You go a little, you you do about two turnstile back, then you go into the Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor line. You go through that back outside, down to into Buzz Lightyear, and it only t- it was posted forty minutes, and it took right at twenty five. Mm-hmm. So it really wasn't bad at all. It just visually is uh, bizarre. Mm-hmm. People Mover wasn't open. Carousel Progress had actually a little bit of a line. Uh, we couldn't do the Tiki Room because the Tiki Room was so low capacity that there was about a 40-minute wait because it's really only two shows. Like, there was two shows in front of us. The show was about 11 minutes. You know, it probably would have been 30, 40 minutes until we got in. So we did those attractions, and I'm trying to think what else we did. I believe there was more. I, I just, I feel you like... lunch. <laughs> oh, one weird one, because yep. I think of capacity. Peter Pan's flight. That's right. Short line. 20 minutes to ride Peter Pan's flight. My kids don't even remember doing it. Probably the fastest wait time for Peter Pan's flight in the history of Peter Pan's flight. And I don't know if it's just because it's like boom, boom, boom. Now, you still had a pretty – they took up where Peter Pan does a meet and greet and all that, made that in the line. And I saw the line get longer throughout the day, but still wasn't bad. One thing was clear also, later in the day at all of these parks, clear out. And the the days are fairly short. So this was opening up at 9 a.m. on paper and closing at – well, did, Six. Did, yeah, they dialed it back, right? Like, wasn't it originally nine to eight? Oh yeah, yeah. When then... I made my booking, it was like nine to eight, and then they, by the time the day we got there, it was nine to six. I'm coming eight. in at eight hundred feet between Haunted I'm Mansion and Splash Mountain. Thank you, <laughs> thank you. Hopefully, you heard the other things I said. I didn't. Uh, I was. I, I went to research. How much was it again? Just so we can clarify. Eight, about eight hundred feet. So it's at eight hundred feet of line plus your internal line. It's probably, you know. So it, it went all around the, it was the lake or whatever the yeah. thing. Yeah, you went down the bridge and over and everything. Wow. Over the river and through the woods. Uh, so, Which is interesting when you've heard a lot of talk about Disneyland this week. Their queue systems are very much not as that's friendly the pro- to the way. That's the problem. And I've been thinking about with Disneyland a lot. Because obviously there's a lot of beef with them going back and forth with Governor of California. And look, I don't disagree with them going back and forth. However, after going to the Magic Kingdom now, I can say if that's the problem, it's a problem. Because not that people can be distanced. Is Disneyland's already insane when it comes to the space. There's just not enough space for the demand of people. It's always uncomfortable. Yeah. That Disneyland Park, I'll say specifically. Not California Adventure, but Disneyland Park. And what a lot of people don't realize is the reason for that is because there's the same number of attractions, give or take one or two, depending on the day, at those two parks that there is at all four in Orlando. And so, so I'm looking through the pictures to see what else we did. We also did the Mad Hatter's Tea Party, which was practically a walk-on. Uh, you know, the teacups. Are they sanitizing those in between each person? No. So they're only they. Here's the difference: Universal sanitizes you before you get on every attraction. You, Disney kind of gives you the option to, and then they're wiping down every hour, every two hours, because there's sometimes where your line will stop, and you're like, "Why did the line stop?" It's because they're actually. And that happened to us in Peter Pan. Peter Pan probably would have been a 10-minute wait. 
But we got to the point where they literally, every car came through and they were scrubbing it down and letting it go, scrubbing it down yeah, and letting it go. Yeah, Universal, it was a forced, not, I mean, it was a required hand sanitizer yeah. before you got on. And then the, like, uh, corralling area where you're, like, waiting in your line if there's rails, uh, they would sanitize those before you enter the ride vehicle. But there were, I never really saw them wiping down no, it's more cars you're being themselves. sanitized, not the cars. Right. And I think they are doing them every few hours. Right. But not when we saw them. Um, the teacups is actually the one ride that I kind of think of in the Magic Handyman go. Ooh. Yeah, the, I thought the, I thought it. <laughs> Here's what I will tell you. They're, just like we're on the Hulk, It's this is going to be gross, but it's just true. It's so thick with sanitizer when you're turning the teacup that it's like it just feels like there's a real thick sanitizer level of buildup on those things so when you're going you're like this is gross uh but eh, we quickly sanitized after so the only other thing we did so those were all the attractions we did for the full day at magic king we did eat and this will i'll end with the positives we did eat at cinderella's royal table which i've never been able to get into and not never we went i've never been in uh since my Kids been born. They've never they've never eaten there, so they got to go eat inside the castle, which is a little different right now. The check in process, by the way, is completely different now. You have to check in on your phone if you're going to eat uh, dinner in any location. So much so that they've just like there is someone behind the desk, maybe, but they've built plexi barriers, not like with a hole, like don't talk to us kind of barriers. You check in on your phone. By the way, click it. Wait a second. At least wait thirty seconds. Then the app will catch up. It took. It's happened to me a couple times. It was just a tip there. And then you put in how many kids, how many adults, dietary restrictions. They check you in. You can check in 20 minutes before your reservation, um, which I did both times. It proceeded pretty much immediately both times. And they uh, they came out. They then they come out and say, you know, thank you, low party. Yes, moving forward. Inside Cinderella's royal table, usually where you get your print your picture with Cinderella, that is not obviously happening you just go up the stairs or take the elevator uh, they've closed this is an interesting they've closed the men's room upstairs and converted that also into a women's room <clears throat> so the men's restroom is a one stall on the bottom floor that's typically the companion restroom uh, so the men's restroom can get kind of backed up but maybe they just assumed a lot more women come to this i don't really know but it's just because one of the women in our group went and said there was a you know row of urinals in the women's restroom so it kind of threw her As off. As you do. Well, she's like, I just thought it was in the wrong spot. And they're like, no, no, no. We've converted them to women's restrooms. Huh. Women's I, I just, I just, like, I don't recall that being an issue back in the day. Like when it was full capacity and everything was rocking and rolling over there. I don't remember. They also probably don't want it overloaded with people. Right. I guess there's probably more yeah. women than men. Just space wide. Okay. So everybody can spread out. I guess okay. so. So. Uh, that became an issue at the end of the meal. That's not really here nor there. We can get to that another time. But my son and I had to go walk and find a bathroom somewhere else and come back into there, which kind of became an ordeal because they didn't necessarily want to bring you back in because you were out there. So then you've already been checked in. And it was kind of a little bit of a mess. It wasn't a big deal. So the food was great. We had good service. Uh, the face masks and the face shields, a bit difficult to understand from your waitress and, waitress and waiters. And most of them have it. So most of them are doing face mask plus a face shield. It's nothing you can do about it, but it it does um, 
change the vibe of a restaurant. It just does. Cinderella's Royal Table, it's still for kids. You know, it's primarily for kids. It doesn't, it's not like the food is going to blow your mind. It's good wedding-ish kind of food. Like, it's just what it is. They did, they did say no characters, but when we walked in, there's a little sign that says, hey, no guarantees, someone special may be showing up. And I don't want to say this will happen to you, because it may not on certain days, but they did have Cinderella appear. And that was a great moment. The kids loved it. It was a big surprise. She didn't go table to table because they can't, but kind of like waved, said hello, took a selfie, wandered around all the sections. Actually did that twice while we were there and was cool. That was the highlight of my day at the Magic Kingdom because I realized something interesting. The character Cavalcades came by also, and uh, we saw two or three of those. We saw a Goofy-themed one, that Goofy and Max. And other Clarabelle and other goofy family members. That was really cool. Uh, we saw a princess one, which my, my kids were all wearing happy birthday buttons because we do this for their birthday. The character princesses came by. The girls loved it. They were all saying happy birthday. It was great. It was fine. I'll show, I can show you pictures and things. And you're like, that's interesting. But what I realized and the reason why the Cinderella moment was such a highlight is because specifically at the Magic Kingdom, as an adult, bringing your kid which is, I think, the majority of people going to the Magic Kingdom. As a parent, 90% of the fun is watching your kid react. So it's watching the facial expression on your son or daughter when they meet a character, when something happens during fireworks, during because we all know how the magic works. It's still special, but it's different. You can see it through their eyes, and it's amazing. When they're masked, and again, it's not a commentary on the mask. It's just a commentary on going on vacation to Disney World. When they are masked and a character is waving at them, who knows? They could be having a great time. They could be mad. They seemed happy. You can kind of tell, but you don't get to see that moment. You don't get to see the expression on their face. And that, to me, was my biggest negative takeaway of the Magic Kingdom. The lines are one thing. But there's the lines, and then there's the rides, and there's the magic. And you think you go to Magic Kingdom for the Disney magic. You're not necessarily going for the top-notch greatest rides you're ever going to go on. So the Magic Kingdom, I personally right now, and look, it is my like prerogative to tell you to go. I mean, I have the house and all these things. If you're going for your first trip, and maybe your only trip, I would not. I'll just be honest, I, especially if you have little kids. If you have older kids, maybe. But if you have little kids, this is not the time to go. Uh, because you as a parent don't get to experience that. And your kid doesn't really get the same experience either. Now, the difference was character dining, like the Cinderella one, which was a surprise because they didn't advertise that, was a great moment. And you get to see your kids. Obviously, they get to take their masks off. At Something you'll age. never forget as well. Yeah, great special. Disney did a great job adding a surprise element to our day we weren't expecting. And your kids, I saw the video, were legit like, like that. They, it was the happiest place on earth for them in that moment. Yes. And they, we, yeah, they forgot about all the other stuff. In, were, even Riker was just like, it's freaking Cinderella, man. Yeah, he was, he didn't say that, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he had that expression. But he like, did, yeah. He, how far is think, it from Cinderella's castle to Space Mountain wait, in Yards? Cinderella, <laughs> man? <laughs> because I... Yeah. Cinderella Man. Cinderella Man was there. Cinderella Man. I love Cinderella Man. Uh, no, the awesome. we had built them up 
or told them so many times that we were because they watch all of the YouTube videos of people going to every restaurant attraction. There, those kids. We told them a million times we're gonna go eat at Cinderella Royal Table. However, there are no characters. Like we tried to like enforce that. Like no characters. Don't expect all the princesses. So when there was a surprise, they were genuinely surprised. Right, they but didn't you see also the sign. can't like say, "Hey, everyone, if you want to experience the magic, go do this," because it's Cause not it something not you can expect. It's not a guarantee, to right? Now I did do a character dining. How do they is, not guarantee that though? That's my question for Disney. I think they like if they can do it safely. Well, I think that's probably could restrictions change? Could things get updated? Now we know. Uh, Disney characters returning to Mickey's, uh, Chef Mickey's, right before Christmas. Mm-hmm. So that's happening. I did go to one other character dining. I'll get there. Uh, and you're starting to see, even today, they just announced All-Stars coming back, All-Star Resorts are coming back. You're seeing more and more... Reopening. Reopening and yeah. character dining's coming back. And Okay, so my overall feeling on Magic Kingdom, if I had to do this trip over again... And universally, my kids will say this. They will say to skip the Magic Kingdom. Like, they yeah. were like, it was, I mean, my son, who is who is a little bit more aware because he listens to this show, he knows what we do, said, the quote was, this did not feel like the same Disney. And that's coming from an eight-year-old. Now, do I think that they are doing a lot to try to make it feel as normal as possible? I do. And I think they're doing a good job. Except you did bring up the fact that you were seeing uh, cast members yelling at children for fidgeting with their not wearing their mask properly. Yeah, oh. people walking around with placards. People being escorted yeah. out. So, so if you're telling me they're doing everything they can do to make it feel as normal yeah, as possible, okay. I actually, would, I'll I take would, that uh, back. I'll that take that back. You. There were so that is maybe the weirder situation. The mask situation is very intensely monitored, and you may say that's great, and it is to some extent. However, there are some power hungry people out there who have the authority now to uh, reprimand your children or reprimand you. And they're not afraid to and clearly are instructed to. And some of them are very nice. Like, hey, I see that your your mask slipped up over your nose or under your nose. Would you please put it? But some are, mask up. You know, I've told you three times. You know, that kind of thing. And then we did see a couple get ex- escorted out uh, with their child. They were wearing masks at the time, but clearly it was a continual problem with their kid keeping their mask on. Mm. Uh, and there are cast members while there's not a piano player on main street there are cast members walking down main street with signs that say if you do not wear your mask properly you'll be asked to leave or escorted out Mm. you see them all day and there's also a line to get into like the emporium had a line past casey's by uh, the right right um, in front of the crystal palace so even like to get into the shop you had to get in line wait a significant amount of time to then uh, get in. It wasn't long, 10 minutes, to get into the shop. So those are the kind of things you have to retrain yourself. Like my wife at one point was like, we should go down to Disney Springs and we should go to the world of Disney. I was like, hold up. Think about what we're saying because there's a good chance we're going to get there and there's going to be an hour wait. Yeah, because we decided not to right. go into on, uh, was that a Monday? Sunday. We decided not to go into world of Disney because of the length of the line and that was grown men the week before right yeah okay as usually a lot of people are coming sure look accurate. i'm well aware <laughs> i'm well aware that my point of view may not match up yours i see some people saying i disagree i was there two weeks ago uh that's fine i'm just telling you how i felt 
this is my point of view. If if you disagree, fine. You know, that's I hope that you had a better experience than I did. And I, and I think it also going, was very busy on fall break. Yeah, I, but I appreciate you like I appreciate your point of view only because people are spending thousands of dollars yeah, nothing's to discounted. go there. Right. Okay. Tickets it's are still 110 bucks discount- a day right. or whatever it is. Was Cinderella and Cinderella yeah. Cinderella Cinderella's royal table was probably I mean it was probably discounted from it was discounted slightly yeah but i mean still but it's pretty still, expensive it's still, bells multiple, a pop. It was, it's still multiple hundred dollars right. for a meal so i think it's a good point for you to say hey here's my experience it wasn't great if it's going to be your first time i would pump the brakes a little bit because if you're if you have saved for 10 years and you're looking at this as an opportunity of like i've heard lines are low let's go yeah. you know what i mean like and this is your one shot it might not be what you want. I think the general do some consensus, research on that because I don't think the lines are that short. I think the general <laughs> consensus of everyone that I know that's gone is they're glad they went, but had it been their first trip, I don't think it's the best way to experience Disney the first time. No, I don't think if you have a different opinion than that, I don't know how you can have that opinion. It's okay it's- because because it's 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 just not. It's going to be a very different experience. And, and we don't have kids, but I mean, I've even been with you guys when you've, you know, had your kids and, and seeing them experience it adds a whole nother layer of like not being able to see that is t- tough. It's tough. And I'll just wrap it up with Magic Kingdom and wrap up that part and say that was my experience in Magic Kingdom. Now that dramatically changed the next day when we had an idea of what to expect. Mm-hmm. I think that's also the problem is I was not aware that acutely aware of the line situation that the lines would look crazy would be crazy, but weren't actually that crazy. But like, there was a 60-minute wait for It's a Small World. And a lot of the problem is, here's one big problem. Most of those are in uncovered, very, very hot. It's still very hot in Orlando. It was 90, 93 degrees that day. So, like, It's a Small World line, when they don't have the line open, it's, it was going out. Toward, it was a lot in direct sunlight. That's why I'd say go later in the day or go early in the morning. That's a pinch point to start with. Right. In that whole area right there. Yeah. Anyone that's posted like, oh, I can't believe how crowded Disney is, has posted right there, and they've posted Frontierland, where the line from Haunted Mansion yeah. is bleeding into the line from yeah. like Splash Mountain. And that happened again uh, in Epcot. I'll get to that. So um, we came went home. We're obviously staying at the Airbnb. I cannot, I'm not even just talking about my house. Obviously, I'd love to have you. But I'm talking about in general, this is the, the vacation to book a vacation home rental because you can take a day like we did on Saturday and just chill out by the pool, no masks, private, completely private, be by yourself. That really changed the way, again, it changed my vacation before, and I think it's a must-do right now. I would not stay in a resort. I would not stay in a hotel. I would rent a house and have actual privacy and the ability to walk into your kitchen without a mask on. Walk into the, you know, this is stuff that you actually can take a real vacation day. Uh, so that's sort of the wrap up of Magic Kingdom. We did not come home feeling great. And we were a little concerned to the point where we said, you know, I kind of wish we had, had done a different kind of trip. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm willing to do three park days, if it's going to be like this. Next morning, we wake up, go to Hollywood Studios, and uh, similar stuff starts happening. Now, what I say is Hollywood Studios, much like Universal will, you're going for attractions. You're going for thrill rides. You're going for excitement. You're not necessarily going because you want to watch your kid 
on a parade, see a Disney character and their face light up and meet a princess. That's not the reason you're going to, to Disney's Hollywood Studios. Right. So, like you said, Universal felt a little bit more Six Flagsy. In general, it kind of feels a little more Six Flagsy. For sure. And so does Hollywood Studios in that sense. Well, and what I took away from our time at Universal, once again, was still the awkwardness of uh, riding the thrill rides and hearing no one really emote anything, those type of things. But you still had fun. Yeah. Right? So there was very stark differences with the way – it was operating, the world existed, but it still wasn't like that ride was not fun because people weren't screaming on the Incredible Hulk. It was eerie. <laughs> it was memorable. You thought about it. Yeah, it, it was very noticeable. You're like, I'm not even making a sound. <laughs> but uh, but it wasn't, it didn't completely ruin it. And in you were still getting off a roller coaster with a sense of pleasure. Yeah. Even if you weren't like, well, that was great. Yeah, your endorphins still fired. Exactly. You know? So I feel like the that's why, and you immediately told me while you were down there, you're like, hey, Hollywood Studios, infinitely better experience because the rides themselves are more of a thrill. Right. And so that's, I think, the difference. And you don't necessarily need as much magic, even though, like Universal, we talked about, it still tries to have more magic than a Six Flags. Yeah. It's still an enjoyable Six Flags experience. It's aimed at, other than like some small Disney Junior things, it's aimed at an older group. Right. So it's aimed at kids who are going into their teens or maybe a little younger who will ride a roller coaster, the Tower of Terror, or or something like that. It's just, a, even even think about Toy Story Land, Slinky Dog, or Star Wars Rise of Resistance. These are height requirements of 40 inches. These aren't, you know, for little three-year-olds. Without a spoiler, without a spoiler, yeah. Rise of Resistance. How was it as a ride Yeah, knowing that it is an immersive experience yeah. typically? Okay, I will say for Rise of the Resistance, which we were able to get on, we got out on the 2 o'clock. They drop uh, boarding passes at 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. We did not make it there for the 10 a.m. Were, were you there before the plexiglass glass got added to that ride or after? When did they add? Where is plexiglass? On, in, between, in the oh, ride vehicle in between the first and second row in Rise of the Resistance. I don't think they had plexiglass. I think they had just they've just done it. Okay. Which could that could affect it. Uh we were in the front row. I was at least. So no. uh there's that. Now if your party is together, you can ride together. If not, you get your own car. We saw lots <laughs> of empty ride vehicles, even on Rise of the Resistance, because of the way they have to separate people. So, you know, you get these giant weights. And look, the passes, the boarding passes were gone in under a minute. They were gone. I saw people. It's kind of like a lottery. So at 2 o'clock, they dropped the extras, which are really all backup boarding groups. No guarantees. But honestly, they got we dropped it too. We were on the ride at 5. So they were making it to most of them. I saw people, not unjustifiably, real mad. Really mad that they did not get on. And because everyone at 2 o'clock grabs their phone, tries to get it, and it's luck of the draw. Mm-hmm. We had to be in boarding group 98. That's like my parents. They yeah. said they never got it. They never got it. Jeez. So much so, and I don't know about this for sure. If this they was just had multiple days, right? Yeah. They went, I think they went two times. That's crazy. It's just, it wasn't just never got one it. day. We got them. Luck of the draw. Uh, I saw a VIP tour guide not get one. Ooh. And his group was not happy. You're kidding me. No. Because rise of resistance is not a guarantee, even if you book a VIP okay. tour. Okay. Oh, which cost... 
figure it out. Thousand dollars. How on. is this possible? <laughs> it is going to be the rise of the resistance. So one, be I mean, I saw a guy <laughs> get real dressed down, and not saying unrightfully so. You couldn't have guaranteed the what? Now I say I saw more VIP tour guides than I've ever seen before in my life. Because that's either that's either a someone <laughs> yeah. who booked the tour, or b someone who's paid an SUV to be a member of Club Thirty Three. So like, yeah, a lot. And right. So they should get on the rise of. They resistance. should get on it. Yeah, I think they should. I think that's okay. Yeah. Honestly, at, at the capacity they're doing right now, figure it out. Figure out another for dozen. everyone too. And look, I could be wrong, and this could have just been, but I was standing there because here's what happened. Uh, we get to Hollywood Studios around 11 a.m. We go straight to Batu, and my son wants to go look to see if they have the Ahsoka new Ahsoka lightsabers. Is what he wanted for his birthday. They do not. They're not in yet. It was no big deal. He bought a bunch of kyber crystals. Now that's his thing. He's collecting kyber crystals. Uh, then my me and my son did that. My daughters and my wife separated. They went to go into the marketplace. Now, certain parts of the day, including this part, the marketplace had a line. And they're only allowing one family into each stall. So, like, say the toy store in Batu, One family goes in. You shop. You leave. The next family comes in. They're very tight. They're very small. So I understand. But it's very, you know, it's a bit more, I don't know. It's like the pl- the, pl- the plush one's pretty big, I thought. The, like, the Still just one family, though. Wow. We had it to ourselves, which is kind of cool. Yeah. You run around it yourself, but you do have to wait. Uh, but it was fine. I would say that was okay. The, uh, we, we did that, shopped for like a little while. Then we went to... We tried to get in line for Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. It was like an 80-minute wait. We thought, we're just going to do it, suck it up, and do it. Though That wait is really in the sun. It's really... I mean, it's all outside. It is that whole courtyard area. It's filled with people waiting in line for this ride. Uh, we go in line for Muppet Vision. It says there's a 35-minute wait for Muppet Vision. It was a walk-on. Again, fake number. We walked into the pre-show. You did have to walk through the queue, which I had not seen in many years. Uh, so we had to do sort of a loop around, but we started at the beginning of the pre-show and we you know, waited the five minute pre-show went into the, to the attraction. So I don't know why, again, why is that posted 35 minutes? I don't know. I guess it's, uh, it's purely capacity. It's purely, I think, to keep people from getting in line. Tell us about Mickey and Minnie's because when we went, it was six weeks away from opening Yeah, and, uh, then the world shut down. And you have now gotten to do it. Yeah. That was something we were really looking for. Do I like the Riviera or whatever? The, no, the no, ride. No, it's it the was ride. It was in the Great Movie Railway. Ride. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Right. Here's what I will say, and I'm going to be completely honest with you. I, you haven't yet. Members so let's hear of it. members let's hear the truth. <laughs> members of my family. I'm not going to call out family members. It could be myself. Could be have uh, some social anxiety uh, disorders and situations, personal situations. Uh, you may have heard from previous years back when we first started that occasionally we would actually get like a guest assistance pass, that it was a thing that we would do. And at the time when, uh, because direct sunlight, a lot of it, there's a lot of, there's more than I'm going to go into reasons why we've did that before happened once with one of our family members had a legit real, not a, like had a panic attack, like had a panic attack, panic attack, kind of the, would maybe send you to the hospital kind of panic attack in line. And Disney was kind enough to be like, we're going to help you out and just do this from now on. So 
We haven't done that in years because since FastPass Plus came, there's never been a need. We just schedule our day accordingly, and that was it. Right now, there's no FastPass Plus, and lines are in direct sunlight. So we get we try to get in line for making a minis. It, it's broken down, by the way, at this point. It was an 80-minute wait, broken down, but everyone's just sitting on the courtyard, drenched. Sweating. Uh, sweating. Just, I mean, it's miserable. There's no way we would have gotten through anything else for the rest of the day. And I said, you know what? I'm just going to see what they are doing right now. Went up to guest services, actually, where, where I saw the uh, person yelling at the VIP tour guide. Uh, we went in. I explained the situation. They said, great. You'll have virtual waits from here on out. If you just show your card, we have your party link to it. So essentially what you do is instead of when you get that, and again, this is not a tip, by the way, if you're like, this is how I, this is how I don't have to wait. Please don't do that. These are people who need it. And trust me when I say that. Uh, so we, Mickey Minis reopens, we scan in, it's 80 minute wait, <clears throat> come back in 80 minutes or any time after. It's like having a, a return time and then they put you in the fast pass line. This is for people with some physical disabilities, some people with mental disabilities, These are for, for a lot of different situations. So uh, we've at this point done Muppet Vision, <laughs> and I think that's it. And Muppet. you had did the, the Mickey's, the well, dime. Then we went to do that. So then we had a reservation to Minnie's Halloween. This was, uh, by the way, we're getting to like 2.30 in the day, 2.45. So like we've done Muppet Vision. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> and it was a walk-on. It was walk-on, and then we did the, we did do a lot of the Star Wars shopping, which took a significant amount of time. Uh, we got to um, we I got the the Mickey's Runaway Railway return time, which came about eight minutes later. And we went to go eat at we thought you know we love the Brown Derby, we want to do the Brown Derby, but we're like we're gonna take one for the team, my wife, let my kids go to Minnie's Halloween, whatever you call it, dining at. Uh, at Two Hollywood completely and Vine. different culinary experiences. At ho- oh, yeah. <laughs> Hollywood and Vine, which is usually a buffet, usually character dining. Uh, so I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this one. The Halloween things are a few banners on the wall, a photo op at the very beginning, and music. And it was about a one-hour music loop because maybe we heard the full music loop two-ish times, maybe two and a half times. And Goofy's and Chaps. He is. He's cowboy goofy. <laughs> hey. So Terry loves some chaps. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh, we're gonna have a quick amount of time. To I, had to get, I had to get a new thing of chapstick today. My lips are chapped. We got you. I feel like I'm the only one talking. I feel bad here. It's called a trip report no, for yeah. a reason. But, this is yeah, well, I, mean, I feel down. like a, we're locked in. Okay. We're, we're I mean, get, we're, feel free to jump in. Uh, well, when I went, <laughs> the last time so, I went, <laughs> yeah, it's obviously a different dining experience. Not a buffet. You order. And they have a few options. They suggested the prime rib, uh, which I don't know. I maybe shouldn't have done that. It was mm. actually wasn't bad. The food actually was pretty solid. I think the food was significantly better than it is when it's a buffet. So, and here's the thing. It's clearly all made to order. So it took time, real time. This was a full two-hour dining experience. We saw each character about two and a half, three times. Maybe it was maybe a little less. Maybe I'll scale that back to say 145. We didn't get out of there until we got in there at 2:15. We were not out of there until after four. So I know because that's when we went and did Mickey Minnie. I mean, typically character dinings. I mean, 45 minutes. They get in, you in and out. Yeah, in Boom, and out. make that yeah. money. We gone. That's what I kind of thought it would be. Yeah. I don't think they have the staff, and I don't think. Uh, they, the kitchen setups like that. So it took a long time. It could have just been my server. could have been whatever. 
it wasn't a bad experience. It was just a very long experience. It was very hot, so I wasn't complaining. And Mickey, Minnie, Donald, or no Donald, Mickey, Minnie, Pluto, Goofy. Every 15, 20 minutes or so, a little musical cue happens. Now Mickey and Minnie are coming to visit. And then Mickey and Minnie would come, they'd split up, and they just kind of hover around tables. They do little bits, they dance, they we got a selfie at the table, and they would kind of stand a little bit back. Are you missing? And then they would do like dance numbers. And they would each do this. We got to see everybody at least twice. Now here's the deal. There's two things I would take away from this. Uh do you get your kids to get up and hug the characters and all that? Obviously not. Was there a little bit less stress on my kids? Kind of. They kind of enjoyed that the characters came, said hey, waved, blew them a kiss. And my middle kid would be like, this is the greatest yeah, thing ever because took, she hates it when they come over to her. Right. It gave a little bit of barrier. I could see there wasn't that stress. And there also wasn't the stress to get everyone up off the table. Stop eating. Out to, get out there. Take your pictures. Get back to the table. Restart. It was just like, hey, stop by. Grab a selfie. Moving on. And they would kind of stay around for a little bit for each area. So, you know, I actually would give that a decent review. And it was the only time in our three days in the parks that we saw Mickey and Minnie. So we never saw another cavalcade. Except for one at Hollywood Studios. We saw a Pixar cavalcade, which was fun. We never saw one at Epcot Was at the all. Winnie the Pooh Winnie cavalcade? And I brought up the Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. There was a Winnie the Pooh at the Magic Kingdom in their Halloween gear. That one was really fun. I think that my daughter had more fun at Magic Kingdom than your children being there because you sent her uh, video and pictures of the Winnie the Pooh cavalcade in Halloween costumes. And she's a big fan of Rabbit. And Rabbit was in a pumpkin costume, but she thought Rabbit was just holding a pumpkin. And so she asked me every day, see Rabbit holding pumpkin? Riding carousel? She thinks it's a carousel. And, yeah, I was like like, in the little and then she goes, see Tigger as a pirate? And we're like, okay, yeah, I got it. Logan, Uncle Ogie sent it. Who she calls Uncle Goalie. Yeah, which I'm not, I love. I think that's hilarious. Well, yeah. she goes, you, you were a goalie for Halloween one She goes, time. Uncle Goalie. So, you're Goldberg. Uncle Goalie, see Winnie the Pooh? Goalie. He did. He did. I did. I saw him again. We'll get to that. Yeah. We never saw another character cavalcade, though, after the Pixar one we saw there, which was cool. It had a lot of the Pixar heavy hitters, if you will. And, yeah. <laughs> With the we did. I just need lamp. to know, like, who, who are the Pixar Buzz, heavy hitters? Woody, Jesse. Uh, Incredible. Okay, so Sully, Toy Story heavy hitters. Sully. Mike Wazowski. Incredibles. I don't think it was Mike. The Incredibles, the Green Army Men. I think that was it. It's okay. like, you know, 10 characters. Then we finally get to Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Uh, the first thing was a little bit odd. No pre-show right now, uh, which the pre-show we did is amazing. Uh, but no pre-show. But they do explain what's happening. It's a voiceover that comes when you're in line. Now, when you first get in line, you're going to be like, this feels very much like the great movie, right? It feels like Man's Chinese Theater. Like, they haven't changed a whole lot. However, once you make, make a turn, you realize this is completely different. There's an announcement saying, I won't spoil what the story is. Because uh, I stayed away from spoilers the whole time. I'm not going to give you spoilers. I didn't know what a frame of this thing other than the still promotional image of what this looked like. And please do yourself a favor. Do not watch any ride through videos. Wait. It is. Should question. Yes. Should I watch the pre-show? You know, I'd say yes. I would say because watch. Because I don't. Here's the thing. I, I don't know the story going into it, right? Because that's. The pre-show is awesome. And it has some really cool effects. If it's operating, that small chance that... You know what I would do? I would get in line, 
find out because they make an announcement and you'll hear an announcement that says, you know, Mickey and Minnie were going to the park and then Goofy popped in. When you hear that, you know, you're not getting a pre-show. So I would then pull so it up on your phone. pre-show just not working? Or they I don't was, know they if don't it, want to corral people. I think they don't want to corral people. Yeah. These are really small rooms. Right. But I don't know. It could be that. So, someone tell me if, if they are getting the pre-show. Because we actually got to see the pre-show and we loved it. Yeah. So then pull it up on your phone and watch the pre-show on your phone. I would encourage you to do that if you know it's not going to happen. Now the ride itself, again, no remnants really of what would feel like the great movie ride other than a very basic, oh yeah, this was probably where you loaded, maybe. But it's all very built out. Uh, same with the exit to the great movie ride. There is not that moment of feeling like you're in the same same building. Once like you frozen. get to the facade. Once it's... you get through the pre-show. Because the pre-show, you're still in like a theater. And I'll leave it at that. You're still in, in uh, Chinese theater. Now, the ride itself, without spoiling it, is maybe one of the coolest things I've ever done at Walt Disney World. It is a phenomenal attraction. It's a little on the short side, but other than that, it is super fun. And the only reason I think it's a little on the short side is because I'm so used to being in that building and being on like a 28-minute long attraction. Yeah. This is probably like a four-minute, five-minute ride. And the technology is insane. It is really fun for all ages. I have nothing but positive things. My kids loved it. Uh, I ran into actually some family members who were with, who there who I didn't know were going to be there. My cousin, my first cousin, which was crazy to run into him uh, and his kids. There and his uh, his son and, and wife and they said that was their favorite ride the whole trip, and they were doing you know Slinky Dog and all those kind of things. It's a phenomenal experience. Everyone's saying no pre-show on the, on the line. Okay, so no pre-show. So yeah, I'd spoil it yourself. Go watch the pre-show because I think uh, one sets up the ride. Sets up the ride. And two, it's fun. It's cool to see. Yeah. I wish you could see it in person. They they miss. Uh, they do tell you what hap- what happened in the pre-show, but I think you'd get a lot more out of it if you watched it. Mm-hmm. The ride itself, I mean, if there's any questions you guys have on it, I'll answer them. It's definitely, I think, safe for all ages. It's not, it has a, a little, you know, it has some thrill in it, but it's not a thrill ride in that sense. You feel like they nailed it. They promised 3D without the glasses. Do you feel, do you, does it feel there dimensional? There are moments of that. Yes, there are moments of that. There's, you know, projections, mapping, there's stuff like that. And there's the the goofy, I think a lot of people have seen, the, in the ride vehicle you see Goofy. There's some dimension to that. I don't know if it's it's necessarily that insane, but it's a it's a wonderful ride, and I I can't speak any higher of it. I think it's great. Uh, so do it. I think it's it's worth. I'd wait eighty if I if I'd wait eighty minutes. I w- I would do it. I'd get wow. and do it again. I would do it again in a heartbeat. I wish we could have done it ten more times. Based uh, off of the the pre-stuff that we did and the press promotion, yeah. to me, what it really reminded me of is Disney getting back to doing something very Disney. Yeah. It feels fresh. It feels um, innovative and and the in a way that Disney was always thought yeah. of instead of being a recycled kind of ride style or ride idea. Did that play out for you? I think so. I think this and Rise of the Resistance are on similar now, obviously, it's a different total experience, but these are on similar planes of quality where they both have are big in scale, are really fun. Uh, obviously, I think Rise of Resistance, it, Rise of Resistance overall will, uh, will win out for me, but both are great. So a worthy follow-up to Great Movie Ride. 
I think so. I think it's great. Uh, I was very pleased with it. A listener, Melissa, said that it's a different experience in each car, too, which was really cool. Shh. Melissa. Melissa. No spoilers, Well, that's Melissa. not really a spoiler. It definitely is. Really? I mean, it kind of no. is. It's Grease. I, I blame yes. you. I would it's say that. Grease fault. Yeah, you read yeah. that comment out loud. Well, but just 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 go into it blind, okay? Just trust me on this. Don't read any more comments. Melissa, I like you. Thank you for listening. But, yes, I think there is rewritability to this ride that I would like to do again. Because I think there is the experience of right. potentially doing this again. And I will take that back. You know what we had done? Before Muppet Vision, I saw this. We did Star Tours. And my kids, for the first time, my daughters were tall enough to ride Star Tours at uh, 40 inches, which meant they were also tall enough for Rise of Resistance, which meant they were also tall enough to do Slinky Dog. And we hit all of those on, on the last part of the day. We did Rise of the Resistance. We did Slinky Dog Dash. And we did, obviously, Star Tours before that. And they loved them all. And we did Toy Story Mania. They loved them all. My daughter, daughter Georgia, much bigger fan of Slinky Dog than my smaller daughter, Golda. Not smaller, but... Uh, they're both the same. I don't know why I said smaller. Uh, she's younger by 12 seconds. Uh, but she said she liked it, but she was going, Mama, the whole time. And then she did say, she's like, I felt like I was going to fall out. Mm. It's the first time she's ever done anything other than like the little fair kind of roller coaster. Mm-hmm. My son, who is not a big roller coaster guy, loved it and was like, I'm in. He gets the roller coaster thing now. He totally finally clicked. And I was like, thank God. I didn't have that until much later. So I'm glad he did. Uh, Slinky Dog was great. We had a great time on it. Again, to carry out, this is with, you know, we had the access pass, so that did help. I'm not going to lie and say that we didn't have to sit there in the giant sun because the Slinky Dog coaster line went through the big top of, like, by Woody, the big Woody at Toy Story Land. Oh, wow. So that line is, now, it wasn't that, though, long. They actually posted wait time. It was only about 80 minutes. So it's probably about 50 minutes, Mm -hmm. 40, 50 minutes. Not that long for it, but it's just, it's weaving you in and out. And as you've said, Matt, there ain't no trees. No. And it, they put up those little umbrellas, and it's like, what'd you do this for? <laughs> yeah, do now you're mocking me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those umbrellas that is why are I like Animal them. Kingdom, though. It's a good park. For shade. Yeah. If you need some shade. It it's a hot day. Once Kingdom. you get in the park, the walk from the parking lot into the Magic Kingdom. Walk from That's the parking lot up the first hill is like, oh, my God. The Animal one. Kingdom is rough. Like, from yeah. the park, parking lot to the Tree of Life. It's oh, just like, it's brutal. <laughs> it's just like, take me to Starbucks. Uh-huh. I need something frozen. Hey, somebody asked earlier, how was the line at Starbucks? Pretty long. Was it? Pretty long. <laughs> but I, don't, I don't think too bad. Uh, I almost got in line. My wife did. She did go. I forget when. But it was half the time as the posted wait Yeah, it's posted wait <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I, think, I don't think they have mobile ordering there yet, which just, we know we have that technology. And here's the thing. If they have mobile ordering, by the way, use most, it. you have to use it. Yep. No, you have to use it. Have to. Wow. So at the milk stand, Batu, I had to order it. I had to sit there while the staff members are right there, and I had to order it on my phone. Yeah, we loved mobile ordering when we went last time, but literally 90% of the places that said they had mobile ordering, it was like, it's down. Oh, that's not good. It's like, okay, well, that stinks. It worked for us, but this is, they're making everyone mobile ordering. They're making everyone check in online these or check on on your app for a restaurant. These are definitely changes that I think will be forever changes. And I think some of them, most of them are good. Yeah, I'd say that the milk, line, the milk line was unnecessary just because there was like no one else in line. So I wouldn't have retro rather gone up and said, three blue milks. And they would have said, here you go. Here you go. And instead it was, okay, I got to open up the app. It's not working. All right. I got to load. Okay. Pay with the credit card. Pay with Apple Pay. It was a bit of a, a bit of a hassle, but for other places, yeah, I'd agree. So, we had a great rest of the day. I know I'm wrapping it up. No, I was just saying. Uh, I know that y'all also went to Epcot. Yeah, 
to wrap up Hollywood Studios. Much better day at Hollywood Studios. I would encourage you to go to Hollywood Studios. We had a lot of fun. And Mickey and Minnie's is awesome. Especially go for a thrill ride day. Go do it. Have a have a blast. Lines are going to be lines. Uh, but this is a little, it's a little less jarring. It's also a little less magic. But there's that at Hollywood Studios, I feel, in general. It's a little bit more thrill ride. Move on. Take a day off. Beautiful day at the Airbnb. Beautiful. Chilled at the pool all day. Played inside. Did find out our Street Fighter machine had broken, so that's sadly gone, uh, which I was able to give away in about in a shocking amount of time. So there was a guy who was at just repairs, and he was five. I posted Arcade One Up Group, hey, I got to get rid of this. It's busted. And I tried to replace the board. It just wasn't working. Mm. And he was like, I'll be there in five minutes. Whoa. And within five minutes, a dude pulled up. He was like, I'm in the neighborhood. Whew. That the makes me car, uncomfortable. He loaded the back of his car, and he's like, you sure this is yours? You didn't, like, rent this house, and now you're giving me an arcade game? And I would be like, why would I do why that? Why would I give why it? Would also, I why would I be selling it? Yeah. And I said, you can have it. And he's like, I'll try to fix it. If I can't fix it, I'll keep it. But if I don't fix, if I can fix it, you know, he does repairs. He's like, I'll charge it for the repair, and I'll bring it back. And that was great. So now I have a guy. Uh, and then I bought NBA Jam. But it, he, nice. he wasn't able to repair it. He wasn't able to fix it. He's like, it's dead. NBA bought NBA Jam, Jam four-player, built it. On our last night and played it, and it's a blast. And I honestly, as much as I love Street Fighter, the replayability of NBA Jam, mm-hmm. infinitely better, and four-player. That's it fun. fun. It is fun. You do the uh, dunk so, where you're doing the cart or the, the flips, and then poof, it's on fire. I love it. Yeah, I love being on fire. We have some breaking Central Florida news from our friend Tim Elrod. Uh, per Universal's website, the cinematic celebration has been scheduled for the 945 showtime for this Saturday. So a nighttime spectacular. Okay. Now, this may be a, gl- a website glitch, but it's showing up. <laughs> okay. Was, was, I mean, it's cool. It's a cool show. But it's something. It's a positive sign, I it's guess. It's a positive sign moving yep. towards nighttime. I did see they were testing some fireworks, and I was like, I told my buddy, I was like, you should just go out there and be like, I saw fireworks at Disney. You didn't. Like, just sit in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> They've been testing. It's great the- because the area around Universal is pitch black because all the hotels are uh, <laughs> oddly have shut their power off. Yeah. So, so you're going to see these fireworks real clear. It's going to be like 3D. <laughs> yeah, they don't do much fireworks in that show. It's a lot of water. Yeah. But I did think about that. Like, how much of a bummer is it to hear fireworks being tested at Disney World at 3 o'clock in the morning? Because they've been doing testing at night and not be able to see. It's like you your, kids get woken, well, your kids get waking, woken up. But, you know, sorry, kids. You what was get that? They've been testing the Epcot show. Yeah. Uh, what is so, that called? Uh, hallucinations or something? What's it called? Uh, <laughs> hallucinations. 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 Reflections of was normal. Hallucinations. Reflections of birth. Oh, what, what, what is this? Neat. Birth. Birth. Yeah. It's Body Wars as a sequel. Horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I want a hallucinations. Reflections of birth shirt. I'm never gonna wear it. Don't make it. Uh, URL. Yeah. Uh, so I did go to Epcot, and we'll wrap up there, and I'll try to get this through fast. We did very little at Epcot, uh, not necessarily because we couldn't, uh, mainly because we didn't. We got there. It is the taste of food and wine, which means very long lines for very small amounts of food. <laughs> it was very busy. More matching T-shirts than I've ever seen in my life. More, more drinking parody Disney shirts than I knew, you know. Hakuna Mavodka, a lot of that kind of, uh, a lot of that. It's freaking great. A lot of Etsy shirts. shirts. You are old fashioned. Yeah, but this is more like, you know. It's a Disney. Hakuna Mavodka. Someone cricket 
made it. You know, you know, there's not as uh, great. Lots but of Etsy. Lots of Etsy shirts. Of Etsy. And that was fun to see. It was very open. Now, obviously, you can't uh, eat or drink while moving, so it's a lot of people standing around and, and hanging out and eating and drinking with their masks off. It's okay. I will say for some reason, day three of wearing – the mask never bothered me from the sense of, like, <clears throat> it's hot. It was, it was hot. It was uncomfortable, but it wasn't miserable. I also got this, like, jock strap for your face that, like mm. – It's one way it to pulls it away it. from your face. Yeah. And my wife hated him. I actually really liked it. It helped a lot with my glasses. The old Bane face. Yeah, it's like a cup. Right. Yeah. It, goes it just goes cup. under the mask. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that helped me. I just feel like I would sweat on that. That's, they all said that. They are like, I, swear, I think my beard, my beard kind of blocked it because it kind of mm. sat on my beard. My beard's okay. pretty Makes uh, sense. dense. So I think it's kinda... disgusting, which means that you're just a super spreader. I just have a dense, dense facial hair. Well, yeah. If, if it's not, if it's not sealing. No, no, no. The mask would seal. Oh, this was gotcha. the cup, necessarily. I don't think masks seal, though. Yeah. They're supposed to be flush against your face. Well, yeah. yes, they do, but it, a seal would would make like no airs getting in and out. Don't argue with me on this. All right, let's, let me get through this very You've already been quickly. wrong about Werther's original day. You're going to be wrong about two things. What What does that mean? Will's <laughs> dead. He's he's like- Those I'm, Werther's I'm like, originals that are the, the Tootsie Rolls we have here? Yeah, that's they're what great. We were talking they are about. the chewiest things in the, I on love the planet. They're great, but I Will, this word said, these are, these are better yeah. for old people. Yeah. <laughs> These are not rip out your teeth. I said it's even older because I said they don't have teeth anymore. Yeah, <laughs> they're pretty painful. Uh, People don't care about our one conversation twelve hours ago. Do I do because I feel like I've been talking for an on, hour. Yeah, well, I think that's an appropriate time to wrap it up. Then you said Epcot was too conveniently opening at eleven because everyone was yes. there at the same time mm. and therefore mm. it was harder to do anything yes i wh- i'm going to i'm going to it was 11 to 9 p- it was 11 to 9 p.m. Hmm. everyone rolls in around 11 you're right. like yeah why not i don't got you know <laughs> they just did an 11 to 9 p.m. bender yesterday yeah right. sauntering on in i wonder if despite having like less capacity less people overall if their alcohol sales are through like more than normal just because people there are, are a lot I will say this: It was a lot of a lot of alcohol yeah, sales. They floated a keg in Mexico Pavilion. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't get to go to the Mexico Pavilion because the line to get into the pavilion was too long. Uh, yeah, so that happened. Like you can't get in? No, the, you, you get in line. Even if you have like a reservation. I had a dining reservation. I ended up canceling it, but that was okay. Honestly, we weren't gonna, we weren't feeling up for dinner. Uh, really, like just to get like your dining reservation, you have to wait outside. There was like a line for restaurants and a line for shopping, and like you picked. But they were lying regardless to get in because I'm sure they're hitting capacity people that could be in that building. So we did a few things. Journey to Imagination immediately had a 55-minute wait, but really had no wait. Uh, that wasn't bad at all. Characters. Never saw a character cavalcade once. Never saw Anna and Elsa. Did see Winnie the Pooh and Joy just frolicking in the grass Yes, I've by seen Journey this. to the Imagination. Really cool. Uh, the problem is, hey, there's Winnie the Pooh. And then there goes 100 people, you know. <laughs> and it's not like occasionally you joy, not as much. Joy, you'd be like, there was only us. Uh, but for Winnie the Pooh, it became very popular to be right there. And, and, and Pooh would come up to the fence and interact or yeah. like get like a couple feet from the fence. It's like a, it's like a was, it like chase, was it like chasing a butterfly? Uh-huh. It looked like he was yeah. in a butterfly net, yeah. chasing a butterfly. That was very cool. Adeline saw that video and she goes, Pooh's going fishing. <laughs> Joy was going fishing. Oh. So she's a fishing pole, throws a fictional line out there, pretends to catch fish. 
it was fun enough. You know, it wasn't anything too spectacular, uh, but it was fun. Did did figment? It was a decent line. By the time we got out of there, there was no line. Uh, we did uh, Frozen Ever After. Frozen Ever After was an 80 minute wait. Again, we did have the assistance carts that did help on that, but it was a solid 80 minutes. And I walked from Canada to then check us in at the Norway Pavilion and then back. And that was kind of brutal. Uh, but that line, the standby line, wraps through China. So it goes out mm. the Frozen through uh, by kind of like when you first wrap around the corner of China, it went through there. Line starts here for Frozen Ever After. Wow. And I will say that's more of a legit line, that 80 minutes. I think as I went to the restroom, came back, walked, and I could see their people had not really moved much. Mm -hmm. They also had one of the shift changes where they cleaned all the boats during that. So the line, I heard one person, it just abruptly stopped for 20 minutes. Because they had to clean all the boats. Uh, Yeah. And I don't know if we did any other rides. We did Mission, or we did Spaceship Earth. Which, by the way, Spaceship Earth, uh, when they take your picture... It uh, doesn't recognize you because you're wearing a mask, so you only get this part of your head <laughs> in the animation at the end, uh, which was real weird. Yeah, yeah. And we ate. Do you think? Do you th- <clears throat> sorry? Do you think the ride cleaning protocols will continue even after pandemic protocol for these parks? I think it's gonna be a long time. I think it's gonna be a long time until any of this changes. Truthfully. Uh, maybe more capacity, but even that feel, it feels like they can't really add that much capacity because there's no place for people to go. Like mm-hmm. Magic Kingdom felt like a busy day. Epcot felt like a busy day. Hollywood Studios felt like a decently busy. Because they're day. forcing you to be spaced apart. Right. So it feels there's people everywhere. Uh, and they've said 25% is what they're operating at. Yeah, and that's kind of hard. Which to, has hard to, to be imagine. such a insane hemorrhaging of revenue. Yeah. Well, then we went. I will say the only last thing we did there, uh, we, we that, that was completely out of order at Epcot. Epcot, we had an okay day. It was it was pretty decent. My kids really liked it. Uh, we ate at La Cellier, which we had not eaten at in years, but a, a reservation popped up. We're like, you know what? Let's do it. We, don't, we, don't, we know we're not going to wait many of the super long uh, food and wine lines. So let's just go have a were nice meal. They were, they were long, really long. Uh, but again, they're separated, so they may not be that long. But... People are definitely there for food and wine. We, La Cellier, uh, the food was pretty darn good. Uh, the service was okay. Uh, the Here's what here's an interesting thing. A lot of the Epcot employees are no longer, obviously, of the country oh. of origin, which is fine. So you didn't get the, hey, I'm from this province. Right. You had a lot of, I'm from Boise. Uh, more like I'm from Sanford. I'm from Kissimmee. And there's no problem with that, except for these are people who had, they don't necessarily, I don't know if these cast members have the longevity in these restaurants. Mm-mm. So there's not, and there's not as much like pride in it, I'd say in some ways. Somewhat when you always talk to someone from the Canada Pavilion who's more Canadian or from Japan, there's like a sense of belonging. Yeah, yeah I'm here like- to tell you about my culture. That's not happening right now. We saw a few people here and there. But for the most part, like in France, we did the Beauty and the Beast. We did also the Beauty and the Beast sing-along, which is just a video, but it's fun. We had a good time. We had to wait a half hour for it, but it's fine. Uh, in the heat. I've seen rumors today. Well, it's because the show is 20 minutes. We missed the first. We were cut off. The person right before us was like, the, all right, that's it, folks. And then we had to wait 20 minutes, and you had to wait 20 minutes. of so a lot of that on the outside before they put you in the inside, which usually be like a walk around Hall of Presidents area where you just hang out. <clears throat> Not right now. It's stand on these green dots. A lot of it's standing on dots right now. 
So the food was good. The service was meh. But also because, again, high-end steak restaurant used to being very dark in that restaurant. Used to having to light up menus because it was so dark. They've upped the lighting. Ooh. Uh, no, I hated it. Uh, the, up the lighting. I, obviously, every menu is on your phone now. You have to do the QR code. Okay. Uh, and then they're no fault to them. The face mask, the face shield, and a nice steak restaurant where you're spending $300 for your meal, you know, collectively, maybe more. Felt a little weird. There's also, and this is, again, nothing they can do about it. I have little kids that were there. There were screaming little kids there, screaming the entire time we ate. That's a small restaurant for screaming. It is a too expensive and too nice. If your kid's going to, if you have a young enough kid that's going to straight up scream, you shouldn't be going into the place where the cheapest thing on the menu is 80 bucks, you know, or 70 bucks. You know, like that's not, it's not, there's plenty of restaurants at Disney. Uh, The kids enjoyed it. We had a good time. The food was good. Very stressful. Tight, closed in, claustrophobic, screaming kids. Food was really good. Food was really good. And uh, yeah. Can I sum up your trip? Yeah. All right. Here's what here's what I took away. Tell me if I'm wrong. Change I'm, I'm my flipping mind. through my pictures just to see if I missed anything. You um you as a as a big Disney fan who is excited to get back to the parks and try to get back to some semblance of normal found pockets of magic you could appreciate, but overall it was a uh, less than optimal experience with some negative experiences mixed in. Uh, with moments of Disney magic that were able to redeem your trip. Yeah, I'd say that's right. Like my kid's most memorable thing in Epcot was being in the China store and playing with the marionettes. That's not a good sign. They loved it. Logan, that's not a good <laughs> sign because that it's one thing for an annual pass member or someone that is getting down there to do it. Yeah. You've already paid the money, but if you're taking a $10,000 vacation like with your though. family, and the most memorable <laughs> moment is playing with marionettes in a pavilions gift shop. That's not. That's not a. It's a, not, a, it's not a, a resounding endorsement of this trip. And we went to mouse. That's we went to the new mouse gear that's open right now. Oh. I did buy. Um, maybe my favorite thing of the trip. They have tumblers, annual pass holder exclusive, food and wine, twenty fifth anniversary, um, little like what do you call it? like a whiskey sized glass, like a. Uh, rocks glass. Rocks glass. Tumbler. Got two of those. Mm-hmm. Mickey and a mini. The bottom of them have the spaceship Earth design Texture. in like red and green. That's cool. Loved those. Picked mm. up those. Kids bought stuff there. And that was our day. That was our trip. And Man. then, uh, you know, not including some extra restaurants we went to. Off property. Cask and lag. Or Yaman's Cask and something. Mm. British pub thing that they just, it's like planet hollywood of england like it's just kind of over the top england and honestly it was pretty darn good it was, it was fun. is yeah, the putt-putt like, course uh, available at the airbnb resort yet i can make it available but it's with the reunion club access which is addable i can add that right i would i take advantage of those kind of things this is the time and we're noticing that with people who are staying there a lot of people are using the amenities they never used before mm-hmm. because i would not do especially in this heat now i'd say i'm going back in december when it's cool. You're saying in this heat, we're end of October. It was 95, though. I know. That's it what I'm brutal. saying. That's another notch against what yes. you're saying. It, it's Me and my family, look, we typically go, go in October to go. enjoy the 80s. Look, you know, it the sounds stupid well. to say this, but when you're on a rise of the resistance and you don't feel wind hitting your face when you're zooming through an air, it is a little different. 
Yeah. It's a little different when, you, when you're on Slinky Dog and you're not really get, that one. I'd say is the exception. People were screaming. It was fun. You mentioned Rise of the Resistance. I never spoke about it. Uh, the experience on that was still great. Did all three things, all pre-shows. Mm. The timing's a little different. Yeah. So instead of it being like you know certain areas where you were rushed or whatever, it's a little less than that. They're keeping you separated. A lot less people, obviously. And the Imperials are wearing you know masks. However, it worked, and they were really funny. They've given them some really funny lines. So I think that they've made it work. So, right. so I still haven't seen it. That's, that's why I'm not going to say anything. Outside, else. Of, outside of the stormtrooper room, well, that everybody takes a in picture. In that stormtrooper room, there obviously are cast members who work there. They were wearing masks and the face shields, but they made it work. It kind of mm-hmm. worked within universe, if you will. There's other stuff I'm sure that I'll remember, but that's like an hour, and my voice is shot. Over an hour. Over really? an hour. Is there any specific questions y'all have? When Apple buys Disney next yeah. year, <laughs> it's going to be so much easier with your Apple Pay stuff. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, <laughs> full integration. Gosh. Mm-hmm. Steve Jobs is just going to come full circle, and the whole thing, Pixar. It, what do you mean Steve he's, Jobs is coming right. full circle? That's what, that's he coming he's coming back? He's passed on. Well, no, it is he, in time. he funded Pixar. But he's passed away. Well, yeah. obviously. So yeah. it wouldn't be his decision. You know what? I know what you're saying. Italian man. Quit I get it. Him. I understand. Uh, <laughs> now, Terry, this I picked that pro- up for you. You did, and I have a, I have an interesting. I'm two weeks out from a trip. Yeah. I have a fun story about two and a half hours of my day yesterday. Oh yeah, let's get there. Yeah. Because I gotta pee. So let's. Uh... <laughs> yeah, Logan picked this. Uh, if you're watching live, picked up one of the uh, pop the rides Disneyland edition. 65th anniversary. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Is it at supposed to look distressed? Yes, because it's the, the sixty. The box. The, gotcha. It's, the it box looks is faded. To look 60, it looks yeah, like it looks somebody faded. smoked a pack of Marlboros <laughs> in close right. vicinity. Like, Logan bought that at Old Town. It does look like something I got from my uncle's <laughs> house fake. growing up. Yeah. Like, uh, that is I mean, a Target buy. Yeah. By the way, they're in stores now. Dumbo. I loved cool. it. I, if you weren't going to keep it, I was going to keep it. I think it's cool. <laughs> Do you feel like now is it like for the other part? Like, let's just say I go stay at the Airbnb, <clears> and I really want magic to happen, but it sounds like the magic is not all magic at disney world parks is this is this a time to do legoland sea world or are those things very similar situations i would say actually that's probably not a bad thought is legoland now they weren't requiring masks i'm not sure if they are now because when i go to sea world i don't expect magic you're expecting exactly if you're yeah. saying you may all go to disney world now and go logan i had a much better experience than you did because my expectations were lower my expectations were actually pretty high and i feel like they weren't necessarily met all the way around so yeah, it's a well, good I would time. say I would say previous ten years or forever, everybody has a different experience at Disney World. Period. Anyway, yeah. so that makes sense. So that's just one man's opinion. And I, and I and if you're if you're like, oh my gosh, Logan, yada yada yada, can't believe it. If you would just set your expectations yeah. for a different experience, I think it would help you actually have a good trip. Mm-hmm. I think if I known everything that I just told, I would have had a better trip. Because you would have you would have been a little more ready for it. I would have discussed it all with my wife and my kids. They would have known about the crazy lines. They would have known about some of the things. So and I, two, if I think if if I think if you're a family that is go with the flow, patient people, you know what I mean. Like I can see this being still a win. Like going, there. I think it is still potentially. But a win. But if traveling just rubs you weird, everybody's frazzled and stressed. And or if you have a connotation, you of, don't get to go to Disney very often, right? Or if this is your first trip, right? Or once every five years. I yeah. don't think. Yeah. That, it, here's here's this a is big a, concern. This is, a, this is once every five years you go, and you're like, maybe next time we're just going to go to the beach. 
Mm-hmm. I will say this, that those words actually came out of my mouth, which were after night one, which was kind of a mess, which mm-hmm. was saying, are we, have we just become like beach people? Like, have we become the people who want to go on vacation and not go to a theme park? And because we were theme park people for like the last 15 years. Mm-hmm. So I would think not, but like, I, we really enjoyed the beach the last handful of times we've gone. The kids obviously enjoyed the parks as much as anyone. And they, they look, my kids will still say they had a great time. They would still did not want to leave. I didn't want to leave. Right, because the alternative is not going to Disney. Right. right. So your kid is going to have a great time. It's just a different time. Uh, your kids will ask you a lot of questions. Is this open? Is it? There's, you will notice stuff closed. You know, restaurants closed. Shopping things closed. There's a lot of that. You know, there's a lot of the figment. You get off the figment. Now you're going into the imagination station, whatever it is, and then everything's closed. You know, like, oh, all that shut. Oh, yeah, it's all, all shut. It's all shut down. It's all interactive. But. You know, and same with the when you get off Spaceship Earth. Now entering the, you know, whatever, and then you nothing's open. <laughs> Those are the things that, that feel weird. Uh, but to your point there, set your expectations. Stay in a vacation home. I'm not saying my vacation home that I rent, obviously, but I'd love to have you. But stay in a in a place where you can have true chill time and have a good vacation. And maybe if this is your first and only trip, potentially, I would not say this is the time. And hopefully we can you know, make it better. And what the good news is about a place like Airbnb is you have your pool, but you're also not far from the beach. You can take yeah. a day trip. You can hit the beach. You can hit things like Gatorland, SeaWorld, like Reeves was talking about. You can do a day at the parks. That are cheaper. And you have are... options, and you're also not trapped on property uh, if you decide, you know what, we're going to do a couple curveballs here and, yeah. and not go to the you park. You know, if you just take away, let's just say June 2021 – Mask restrictions are off for people in the park. Like, you know, let's just say there's... That's optimistic. Let's just let's just say the numbers are gone drastically down. There's a vaccine that everybody's taking, whatever, and everything's good, and they take off the mask restrictions. I feel like I would go at that point. I think that I think would, the that biggest would, hurdle is the mask, the not big. seeing my kids smile. Like, when and the One, parades are happening. 100%. Yeah. 100%. The masks is... I'm not saying, no, don't do masks. I'm just saying... For your price of admission, it affects the the the. In Swahili Hollywood Studios, the best park we had, and was I think worth going to. Go to Hollywood Studios, go have a blast. Which is why you can hardly get reservations there because right because it's a blast. It was a great time. Yeah. Still crazy, but different. Where the others, Epcot better, Magic Kingdom, likely skipping it in December unless they. Well, maybe not for Christmas stuff, but then again, what you give you Christmas photos and you look at these pictures right. and you want to laugh. Because they're just like so insane looking with everyone covered. Like it just, there's not, and there's an announcement every 20 minutes. Thank you for coming to Walt Disney World. Please make sure to wear your mask, even in pictures. You know, like that is, there's a lot of, there's a lot of Which is moments to take you when, out. There's a lot of moments to take you out of what's going on around you. And that's the, the biggest negative. We all know wear a mask. Look at everyone around you. No one's not wearing a mask. A handful of people no. are not wearing a mask. You don't need to remind me every 10 minutes that, that I, we're in a global pandemic. I know. You know, and, and maybe that's what it is. That's mm-hmm. probably part of their deal they have to reopen. But it's it's is frustrating. What's I know it, you need to get to your thing. What's interesting got, is when Shanghai opened, yeah, it they let people have pictures. They let you take them. Now culture that's a huge part of their experience there. I don't know if it's what's still happening in Shanghai, but they, they specifically said you can take your masks off for photos. Oh yeah. No, 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 no. They make a huge deal. <laughs> that ain't happening. So yeah. You have so, to go pull over to the side, take your mask off. Yeah. Do your phone call thing. So my so my I'm story. A, here's what I do. You start, 
I've heard the beginning of this. I'm going to go to the restroom. You're I'll be right us. back. I am. You go fit. I'm, I'm not going to. Go an hour and a half. So, yeah. <laughs> so yesterday, um, I have a trip coming up in two weeks. We've got the thing coming up. And Leslie and I have a couple of days kind of on the bookends of that mm-hmm. to go to the parks. And so we kind of, you know, we're looking at looking at her, her, her tickets and go, do we just get a hopper? But reality, no, we're probably going again in June anyways. Mm-hmm. Cause that's when the, the the next thing will be so we just kind of trying to make the decision so it's like okay we're gonna buy an annual pass i call the disney vacation club membership hotline um get a cast member that really just could have cared less um super unhelpful but he's like that's something i can't figure out i can't sense. so i get transferred to the disney reservation center cast members which for the most part are all still working from home mm. so which means when they need a manager it's not like they can go like right. get Bobby. They've got a chat with Bobby. So this literally call took two and a half hours. So I get this really nice cast member. Um, her name was Yaz. Um, she was super great. Um, she's like, I've got to, I'm sorry, but you have to stay on this call until we fix this. I can't just fix this problem for you. So we might as well talk. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's a Dumbo cast member. So obviously she hears, you know, she's like, you're Terry Weaver. You wrote a book. Cause she's bored and Googling about me, which is, which was a little strange. Uh, but we talked about Dumbo and all of those things. And so mm. eventually after two hours, I get transferred to somebody to let me buy Leslie's pass renewal. They had renewed what they had done is they had basically extended her pass another 45 days so it could be renewed. So I get to this really nice next cast member. Who's like, you know, what would be easier, sir? She's like, I'm just going to extend your wife's annual pass. Till it matches up with your annual pass that expires the last day of January, 2021. So they just extended her pass. There you go. Did I was like, I'm I'm sitting there with my 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 Disney visa, mm-hmm. ready to give them money. But Disney just, I think they felt bad for the fact that I literally had been on the phone for two and a half hours, and <sighs> then no one could solve it because literally every time that she has to do something, she's like, well, let me hop on chat, and then you know you have to wait five or six minutes, ten minutes yeah. for that purpose. So that's this. It's crazy. And so the one thing I will say, if you're calling in your, in your pass, is just be really nice to those people. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's probably why I got a really great result because it was very clear that those people just get yelled at all day. Yeah. And I feel I feel really bad for the cast members. Um, and so, you know, if you're dealing with a, with, a, with a pass situation, just go out of your way to be kind and be nice and they will. Yeah. And Jennifer said, yeah, that was some pixie dust. And it surely was. And that's what she said. Which She's like, sir, would you like... Some pixie dust, I can make this happen. So, And that's where they're still shining in their moments, and we had moments like that on our trip, too. After two and a half hours on the phone, you get some pixie dust. You get some pixie dust. dust. What I will say this. <laughs> Here, you know what I should say is that next week or week and a half, whenever we do the next show, let's do a listener question show. I've been. I can give you my feedback. That's cool. Ask your questions. Put them. We'll start another post in our WDW Today Facebook group. We'll also post it on the page. Why don't we do that, Terry? And, and tweet it. And we're going to compile some questions, and I can give you an honest assessment of things because I'm sure there's some good I'm missing from telling you and some bad I'm missing from telling you. So I'll just be honest. As you can tell, I'm just going to be honest. I'm going to tell you my thoughts. So uh, anything else, guys? Yeah, and I'm in planning mode. So if you have planning questions, I'm doing a lot of things. Yeah. I bought passes for our guests that are coming to the thing. Yeah. The website sold me the wrong ticket. <laughs> Yeah, well, that seemed to happen to me too. The so, reservation system is weird, but like you just got to you're going to have to be patient. Obviously, the things that I'm doing, I wish I could have had a travel agent do for me, but they're not things that a travel agent could have done for me. 
What I did notice is that people are showing up. If you're listening to this podcast, obviously you're not. But people are showing up to the gates trying to get in. And they're like, no, you don't have a reservation. Oof. Because they're just not think. It's they're not looking it up. They're not like us. They're not diving in. They just assume you can walk up to Walt Disney World and buy a ticket and go in. Because that's how it's been for 50 years. Since the dawn of <laughs> well, if you think, well, let's just say, the, you don't know, your your flight gets canceled or something. You're a layover in Orlando. Like, hey, let's, let's Or you're a local park. or whatever. You know, there's just a lot of things. Now, some of them had capacity, but some didn't. All right, let's wrap up, though. I think we've. We've done a lot. I've said a lot. Yum. I've spoken too much. No. You no. did well. You had a trip report. Right. That's what it's all about. Uh, plugs? Can't Plug wait more. for that Q&A, though. It's going to be fun. Listener questions. Yeah. Let's say Q&A is not what you think it is. Is that what it's not? No, no that's what I, th- I heard. What, what do you, you mean? What is questions and answers? People have questions and answers. You give them answers. Yeah. I don't know mm-hmm. if we'll do Maybe we'll do it next week. I also want you all to talk more, so maybe not. It's like a, it's like a town hall. It will be a lot of, hey... You know, top three snacks. <laughs> <laughs> What's your top three snacks while you're playing NBA Jam? Now Pick that- your perfect resort <laughs> <laughs> for all five of y'all. <laughs> I do want to talk to you about NBA Jam. I love NBA Jam. All right, let's wrap it up. All right, I'm good. I plugged away. Y'all listen to our show. Subscribe on YouTube. Subscribe to my channel, Logan Seculo, on YouTube, Logan Seculo Reprogram. That's Congrats about. on uh, hitting a milestone of uh, 4,000. 4,000 subscribers and oh. growing. 3,000 of those came in the last 30 days. So you know what? If you could subscribe, I'd appreciate it. Mm-hmm. New content every day. Guys, Matt? check out the Motcast, M-O-T-C-A-S-T. I co-host that podcast. It's a lot of fun. We talk about all kinds of stuff. Mm. Sometimes even Disney. Yeah. You never know what sneaks in there. Have y'all talked about the Val? We have not. You should. I have to watch it first. I feel like that's something he's got a lot, should have a lot to say about. I'll check it out. He talks cult sometimes, right? Oh, yeah, man. We get, well, we, we get into huge cult discussions cult and then I can't I edit them out. Okay. Saving that for a super cut. A super cult. <laughs> yeah. All right. The Grease, you got anything to plug? Uh, Thepodcast.com. P O D C A S K. Well, T H E. That's you know, whatever. You can find it. Yeah, you you've can find never, it. You've never been just straight. Just forward. never been. T-H-E-P-O-D-C-A-S-K dot com. Podcast with a K. Right. Yeah. Instead of a T, flip the T to a K. There you go. It's a pun. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I did ask a question. I, I would actually, I don't need to plug you guys other things coming up. TerryWeaver.com, all that stuff. I asked a question to the listener group that I didn't get a, a, a bourbon question answered. And, I, and I'd, ra- I'd rather use my time to get a question answered. Because I got a gift over the weekend for my birthday. On the What Walt Eats book. Yeah, that's cool. And one of the things in the book was listed was a uh, a type of bourbon that was oh, yeah? in, the, in the, have you had the Yellowstone bourbon? Yeah, Yellowstone has, they have some limited edition stuff that comes out. Their standard offering is pretty standard. It's a little bit pricey for what you get, but it's a 90 proof straight bourbon whiskey. It's uh, 48 sourced. bucks a bottle. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's probably, say Walt had that? It's probably a $30 bottle in a $48 uh, packaging. Yeah. But it's uh, it's a historic brand that has been... A lot of these brands have been around a long time. They change hands quite yeah, yeah. a bit. And so it's not the original uh, purveyor that Walt would have had, but it's still the same. They they preserve the heritage and the label, so it's very similar. That one whiskey we had on the show that was Walt's go-to that Logan let us have. You're was, thinking of black and white scotch. That scotch right. that was like from a gajillion years ago. Yeah, well, yeah. Stranahan's... Well... Of today, 
is kind of more malty on the malty side. Well, anyway. it's a malt whiskey. Yeah, like a scotch. Right. That's what I'm saying. So that would. I mean, that just makes it's the other one's like a bourbon. What he likes. Well, right. Yeah. But he had Yellowstone was in on his bar cart. He always had. He had that's a, what Terry's saying. He had. There was a list in the book of his in the apartment. What was right? stocked in the apartment at Disneyland? Mm-hmm. And one of the things was this bourbon. Got it. So, so in honor of Walt. In honor of Walt. Cheers. I think I mean, Dave and I talk about getting a bottle and making an episode. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. I get you that. I get you some it's, black and uh, white. Y'all could do a little sampling. And uh, <laughs> Yellowstone, is, uh, you can find it pretty much anywhere. Okay. So it's uh, pretty easy to find. They do put out like limited releases that are more pricey, like a hundred bucks. But uh, their regular option, which is about forty-five to fifty dollars, you can find it ninety proof. Um, pretty pretty decent. But like I said, probably really thirty-dollar whiskey and forty-eight-dollar price tag. Yeah. What do people say about me? <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> I'm a $30 inside with a $48 outside. Uh, I will piggyback on Grease real quick. Do Go to YouTube.com slash the podcast. We've been putting up uh, quite a bit more video content there as well. I like so. it. Get them, get them going. I'm trying to do it. So that's I like it. that YouTube. It's starting to become a thing. It's like we are children again. Children have really been in YouTube a long time. Yeah. We're like, like let's do YouTube. Yeah. You ever heard about this? <laughs> you heard about this call YouTube? YouTube and get them down here. Yeah. YouTube? So that's it. Uh, YouTube.com slash the podcast. All right. Check it out. Until next time, I'm Logan Seculo. I'm Will Haynes. I'm Terry Weaver. I'm Matt Lott. And I'm The Grease. And we'll see you on the next show.